Welcome to the Reactions to the Classics podcast, where we drop new episodes every Monday and Friday. We're going through our album draft series, where we draft albums, a top 10 for every year from 1965 through 2022. And if you're hearing us, you've probably seen our beautiful faces over on YouTube, where we have over 2,000 videos ranging from song reactions and reviews to album reactions, top 10 lists, rankings, and of course, our beloved drafts, which uh, we're so excited to get kicked off here in podcast form today. All right, let's get to today's episode. What's happening, everybody? Trey here, joined by my dad, Sean, and today it is the start of our new series, brand new series. Been looking forward to this Me one too. for a while. We've been talking man. about it for a while. Ooh, it is time for our uh, top five albums draft of each year, starting with this video, which is 1965. Yep. And we're going to be working on this for a, a little over a year because yep. we're going to go all the way up to 2020 or maybe even 21. Uh, but yeah, I was going <laughs> to say 21 by the time we're done. Let's talk mm-hmm. about how we did this. Well, what's going to happen? You're going to draft first here. You get yes. first pick. I'm going to get the next two picks. If you get the top dog pick, right. You know, you, you get your, obviously, your choice of whatever record you want. But it want. can work out both ways. Sometimes but you'd rather have two or three. That's what I'm thinking, too, especially in some of these really stacked years, yeah. uh, which, I mean, especially uh, especially in this late 60s period and early yeah. 70s is just uh, ridiculously filled with classic. And, um, Dad, 1965, throwing it way back. We thought this was a good year to choose to, to start this off. Some absolutely heavy hitters, um, some uh, legendary records amongst some of my favorites of all time here. And... Uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a fun, and we'll also note our honorable mentions at the end as well. And any we didn't touch on, be sure to let us know in the comments. Uh, get us, uh, get us some more stuff to listen to. Exactly. But that I guess that's enough talk. Um, let's cue this draft off. You are going to start not only first pick of '65, but first pick in this uh, draft. Journey. Well, it's easy for me. This is my second favorite album of all time, Mr. Bob Dylan, mm. Highway 61 Revisited. His sixth album, Trey. We got like a Rolling Stone. Ballad of a Thin Man, and then we got the 11-minute epic Desolation Row. You know, smack dab in the middle of his three-album run that was in 14 months' time Mm. from bringing it all back home to Highway 61 Revisited, Blonde on Blonde. It didn't get any better no. than that. No, I mean, that's got to arguably be the best uh, three-album run stretch, I think, of anyone uh, all time, yeah. man. So, I mean, I can't dispute that. That is a very valid number one pick here. And he may show up again. Yeah, he may show up again, maybe in my picks coming up. So, uh, this was uh, this was one I had to uh, not think about too much, man, because my, uh, my first pick for 1965 going with the great John Coltrane, A Love Supreme. Um, I recently listened to this for the first time about uh, maybe about Christmas about, yeah, time. Christmas yeah. time. You're so spending it on repeat. Um, a little less than a year ago, man. And it's one of those handful of records that I ever listened to where I was like, "This is a ten out of ten on first listen, man." Yeah, that's we, rare. We uh, it was, j- and you'll notice that on these jazz records too. These guys would go out, uh, let's just bust it out in a single session, yeah. and it's some of the greatest uh, music ever recorded, man. So we have Coltrane's quartet in here, featuring him, of course, on the sax. Saxophone. We got uh, McCoy Tyner on the uh, piano. We got Elvin Jones on the drums and yeah. Jimmy Garrison on that double bass right there. And uh, the, this one is uh, just a continuous piece of music, about 32 minutes long, split up into four parts here. And um, my favorite, there, there's so many moments in here. Everybody gets a time to shine with their solos and whatnot. My favorite from this has to be the ending psalm, though, where uh, Coltrane literally is um, playing a uh, prayer through his his saxophone. He has the prayer in the line 
liner notes. Nobody really figured that out until kind of years down the right. line. They were like, what is this, man? And it's just a, a spiritual experience. Uh, at least that's how it resonates with me. One of those records I could listen to every day. So that's my uh, first pick. And my second pick is also going to be Mr. Uh, Bob Dylan here. Uh, my first Bob Dylan record I ever heard. Yep. Bringing it all back home. Mine too that I ever heard. Ooh, his fifth record. First uh, top ten album in the U.S. Uh, obviously here. Starting out with, uh, you know, going into that electric period that yes. on that first side you got uh, Subterranean Homesick Blues. Which was his first top 40 hit only went to 39. So loaded as She Belongs to Me is absolutely iconic. I yeah. love Maggie's Farm, Bob Dylan's 115th Dream. Then we go to that second side where we go back to acoustic. Uh, I remember the first time listening to It's Alright Ma. Oh. That that showed me just how uh, intelligent like music could be man yeah. and that's where Dylan really just gripped me and uh, uh, you know haven't hasn't let go since uh, and then of course finishing uh, uh, we have Mr. Tambourine yeah. Man and finishing it out with uh, It's All Over Now Baby Blue uh, just a, an iconic uh, iconic record man One and it's of my also favorites. my top 10 albums of all time Dude, as well so. uh, killer so um, what what do you got your second pick here yeah my second pick Trey the Beatles Help mm. fifth studio album obviously you got the iconic title track but you also got You've Gotta Hide Your Love Away one of the underrated tracks. You know, one of my favorite Beatles tracks, I've Just Seen a Face. That's Obviously, right. you got Yesterday, Ticket to Ride. But I think this is a very, very underrated album mm -hmm. in the Beatles canon. I'm not going to talk much more about it, guys. If, if you're <laughs> new to the channel, we have over 50, maybe 60 now. We got every track-by-track -track review mm -hmm. uh, of the Beatles. We got every song. We song-ranked every song on every album. So, yeah, the Beatles going to be at two for me. My number three, that you're going to see a theme here, is the Beatles' Rubber mm. Soul. So I actually hold, if you're doing the math at home, I actually hold help slightly higher than Rubber Soul in the minority. Obviously, Rubber Soul is the next album. Went to sixth. Uh, starts the, the studio as an instrument mm -hmm. in, in their career. Nowhere Man, the iconic uh, In My Life. No, I'm that's looking right. Through you. One of the great songs ever. But just... just Things really change here. So that is my number three pick. My third pick now, uh, gonna get a little uh, soul up in here, Sean. I'm gonna get a little soul. A Mr. Pick. Otis Redding with his uh, record, Otis Blue. I mean, Otis has got that voice that you can't help but love. And I mean, on this, we there, there's so many <laughs> legends in the studio on this. We have Booker T and the MGs. Because yep, they're at Stacks. Yeah, at Stacks. We have members of the Marquees. We have uh, the Memphis Horns. Even Isaac Hayes is on piano on this. I mean, so much talent in this. A lot of this record is uh, covers of those R&B and soul uh, classics of the yep. day. Yep. Of course, the change is going to come. The great uh, Sam Cooke. There's three Sam Cooke covers on this. Um, you know, this was released uh, shortly after he passed away. Yeah. Uh, we got the cover of Satisfaction by the Stones, which I really like. My Girl, uh, even Respect by Aretha on here. And um, when you just combine that uh, that the the stack sound with yep. Otis's voice, you uh, you can't beat it, man. So had, had to give Otis some love there. My fourth pick. Man, we're gonna keep it, uh, keep it a little Motown action, man. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles yeah. going to a go-go. You start this record off with one of the great songs ever, I think, with the tracks of my tears here. The A side is just absolutely loaded. Um, you know, Smokey Robinson, one of the great, uh, you know, singers and songwriters, especially from '62 to '66. You look at his body of work from uh, the, there being one of the the lead songwriters for the say, whole Motown. He was label. putting in the work Ooh. for Motown. This was their only top ten album by the way in the yeah. first album that was that Smokey got 
taken out from it. It became Smokey Robinson in the Miracles. Ooh, well, and you know, a lot of these older 60s Motown groups, you know, looked at as singles uh, of course. groups, but I think this album really does stand uh, do you know, stand up on its own and yeah, I know you, you're a big fan of it as well. I, I like uh, the track Choosy Beggar on here. We have also um, Going to a Go-Go and yeah. My Girl Has Gone. Ooh, baby, baby. I mean, so many uh, great uh, great uh, songs and you even got the Funk Brothers on uh, backing them so you know when they're involved it's gonna be a it's gonna be fire man now we're on to my number four pick of the paul simon songbook i only recently listened it's probably about mm. five or six months ago one of our patrons brought this for an album reaction your sister and i actually reacted to it i absolutely loved it you got i'm a rock the sound of silence which Ooh. had already been out but and who knows what would have happened mm -hmm. uh, if that song if the sound sound of silence i'm going to the whole story but if it would not have been electrified, then Paul Paul had already went to England after their first album because it did not sell well for Simon and Garfunkel. They were broke up. Mm -hmm. Garfunkel was in college. Paul's traveling all over Europe, living in, in the UK, doing his thing. But a lot of these songs are later remanufactured yeah. on Simon and Garfunkel albums. But this was the original. So it's interesting to listen to because I knew the Simon and Garfunkel first. A lot of these are stripped back acoustic. But an absolutely fantastic album. It wasn't available in the States until the 80s. This was a UK-only release. But I went ahead and went with it anyway. Dude, the, the songwriters are showing up strong. In they this. are. My fifth and final choice, Turn, 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 The Birds. Their second album, obviously the title track, is iconic. Less than 30 minutes. A couple of Dylan's tunes, as there always are. The times they are changing. Lay down your weary tune you know they, they covered Dylan 13 mm -hmm. or 14 times in their career and had great success with but Bob actually signed off on it he, he was a big fan of what they were doing so yeah that that's my uh that's my top five hey there you go man well, my top five and the fact that <laughs> yeah. I can't pick all my true top five because we're trading back and forth and rounding it out for me man gotta do a record that I just heard for the first time recently and I thought it was just fantastic it's gonna be the Beach Boys Today record their eighth album coming in uh, almost a bit of a precursor in some ways to Pet Sounds. Nice. It's only 28 minutes long, um, and here we have Brian Wilson producing everything, writing most of the songs. We got uh, Mike Love contributing some lyricism as well. Uh, shifting, we won't hold that against it. <laughs> shifting, especially on that B side, to a bit more introspective. A very lush record, Dad, as you would, uh, you know, find kind of that orchestral sound going in. That, of course, would be uh, further uh, seen on Pet Sounds, which uh, we'll see in uh, next draft. Yeah, I imagine we will. I imagine it'll pop up. Um, um, some gorgeous harmonies on here, as you'd expect. And uh, like I said, man, just uh, just love the uh, increasing maturity of the, the Beach Boys here. And, uh, you know, got to gotta, gotta give them some love. So that's going to round out my uh, my top five. So honorable mention, Trey, I didn't really pick any. What do you got? Yeah, my honorable mention would be uh, the Who's My Generation. Just missed Great the pick. cut here. Um, just missed mine as well. Yeah, Beach Boys just uh, had too much firepower from uh, start to finish. Uh, of course, you have uh, the title track, My Generation, which really uh, it just packs a punch. And uh, still, still has uh, that uh, that energy all these years yeah, later. Yeah, it went man. to it's number eleven on the Rolling Stones top five hundred mm. songs of all time. The album went to five in the UK. Trade did not chart in the US, yep. but there's a couple cool guys in the studio with them. No, that's right, man. Got a little Jimmy Page and Nicky Hopkins action yep. on that. So, but who actually don't, don't like that album? They've actually yeah. spoke disparagingly of it. But your first album is tough. Oh, and of course, we will be back next week with 1966, an absolutely loaded year. Yep. And uh, your boys got first pick. 
All right, well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Reactions to the Classics podcast. And for all you music lovers out there, be sure to join the RTTC community on our social media. We have our Instagram page, of course, our Discord, where you have a lot of great channels, including an album of the month listening club and our Facebook group for all of y'all holding on to that. Let's go. I'm with you right there. And if you want to help us out, be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're at and leave us that crispy five star review right there we really do appreciate it but that'll wrap it up from here today we will catch you down the road next time and as always my friends happy listening (laughs) 